Welcome to the Coffee with Creators podcast, a casual conversation with creators about life and experiences. I'm your friend and your host, Michael. If you're a content creator from an older generation, you're going to appreciate today's conversation. I invited my friend Iskren from the YouTube channel This Is E to talk about our place in social media. And to be honest, all we managed to do was reminisce about good old-fashioned movies and complain about short-form media. However, I think it's a topic that doesn't really get talked about much and we decided to just explore it a little and ended up complaining. You know, like what old men do. Anyway, enjoy today's episode. How are you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm pretty good. Congratulations on the new format and logo and rebranding the podcast. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been uh, it's been one of my the things that I've been working on in the background that I really enjoy. Um, it's it's odd too because it's like the thing that doesn't pay me. Like this podcasting isn't the one that's paying me, right? Like if I want to make money, you know, yeah, I make I know. more videos on YouTube. But podcasting, I can't explain it. It's it's a different feeling a different sensation a different it's different it offers some something different for me good it's it's good enough that i like doing it i guess i could just say that i enjoy it so it's it's one of those things that i enjoy so much that i don't i mean of course i want to get paid who doesn't want to get paid <laughs> but i don't mind um doing it eventually so, but I'd you'll get to that you. as well hopefully hopefully um what was the last time i had you on the, the podcast Late last year, right? It was last year. I think it was like October or something. Okay, yeah. So it's been a few months. It was right before winter, I believe. Yeah, it <laughs> has been a few months. And so by the time this episode airs, it'll be, I'd say, around May. May or June, not even. So it's going to be... Okay, so... Yeah, it's going to be a while. that far ahead of the... Uh, I'm, I'm that far up. ahead. <laughs> exactly. So I've, I've been... Uh, I should be thinking in the perspective of May or June then. Yeah, no, actually, Good you know, just, just, short to, just to stay current. I'm, I'm ready for May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to stay current. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, I, I even yeah. said that in, in my episode that uh, I've been recording episodes in the background. And so I try to stay current. Mm -hmm. But I think for the most part, it's just I want to keep it as casual as possible. And I think the, the reason why I enjoy this so much is because... It's exactly this. Like right now, we're talking, we're just chatting, and um, well, when was the when was the first time we actually spoke with each other? It was early last year, right? I think we when we actually it was earlier friends. than 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 the podcast. It was at least two months prior to it, and mm -hmm. I think uh, you commented on 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 something uh, that I posted, and then we got in touch over uh, in touch over iMessage, and then we we had a FaceTime call. Yeah, we we're about yeah. to do a workout, prepping a pre-workout <laughs> booster shot. <laughs> I, I haven't worked out in a long time since then. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, so we, the flow was really good. So we decided to, you decided to invite me, uh, and it was my first and official podcast that I participated in. Since then, have you gone on any other podcast since then? No. <laughs> this is your I official second was, podcast <laughs> I, re <laughs> I really wish I was but I haven't uh <laughs> I have a feeling as soon as but um I have a feeling ahead. as soon as this is over this this episode is over you will be getting invites I have a feeling 
because I, I, I honestly, it's just uh, that's okay. you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. You know how social media is. It really is about being visible. I think it's it's just about being mm -hmm. available and visible for people enough to to and and maybe approachable enough so that people can reach out and say, hey, would you like to to be a part of this? So in the beginning, I thought, you know, from my own perspective, when I thought of uh, social media, I used to think that it was just a you know a game about becoming who's more popular. You know what I mean? Like. In, in a way, it is like that. Like, it's, it's yeah. a popularity contest. But now I'm starting to realize that, the, that the, the part of the social media aspect that I really like is just that connection. Like, making those connections and finding like-minded people. And I'm really glad I met, I met Yui because um, I felt like, I mean, we, we've been Same texting here. ever since. Like, we don't chat a lot, but I feel um, comfortable yeah. enough to send you a text message and be like, Hey, e, how's it going? And I read your newsletters. Um, I think that's, um, I think that's the one way that I can keep <laughs> up with, you know, what's going on with you. Um, yeah. And it's just great. It's, 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 it's such a fun thing, uh, to think about that, you know, I met some of my, my friends, I would say in later, later in life, like right now as an adult, most of my friends are online. It's so weird because <laughs> growing up, it's like yeah. when you say, where are your friends? You're expecting to, you expect it to, to say friends from school. And when you hear people say, at least for me, when I was a kid, when, I, when I would say, oh, I have friends online, you know, my older friends or my cousins or family members will be like, they're not real friends. They're people online. You don't know these people. Mm. But now it's the complete opposite. Most of my yeah. friends are online, and they're real, actual friends. I'm like, that's yeah. that's actually a really interesting, mm -hmm. um, I guess, look at uh, how things have changed now. But um, you know, I mean, that I just, I just, I guess uh, that just came to mind for some reason. I was thinking uh, about what to mm -hmm. talk about this in the in this episode. But um, so, e, how how has it been since we? We last spoke. I know I mentioned that we rarely actually talk. I mean, we Facetime a couple of times when we were sharing. Um, what is it again? The, uh, the the office setup, and it was hilarious. It's actually a pretty good idea. Yes, this it's actually this setup here. Are you in your office right now? Okay, that looks really good. I mean, it's yes. I can that's see the new your studio background. that was working. Okay, on. how long did it take you to finish it? It took me a lot longer than it should have, but it was in the middle of the pandemic. So everything as far as uh, deliveries was delayed. So uh, yeah. if there were no delays, that should have taken no less than two months, but it took like six probably. Uh, for okay. example, I had to wait for three months for, for the windows to arrive. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm really happy that I managed to, to build this place because it's in my yard, which means that uh, Whatever happens, I can always jump right here and just, you know, be creative. Yes, which see, is very that's fascinating. What I need. And I took, like I mentioned last time, I took a lot of inspiration from you. Seriously, <laughs> as far I as uh, that. Uh, you know, uh, the vibe so much. In fact, the the shelf that you have behind you, uh -huh. with all the lens and the cool stuff, it's actually this shelf right here. Oh, oh, I see it. <laughs> I see it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually really popular. I think I saw it someone Which, someone 
<laughs> someone actually used this uh, in in a photo I think a long time ago, but not for lenses and stuff. But I I'm like this looks really cool and I wanted to 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 buy it. So yeah, this this shelf has become very popular. So it looks good. I I want to see more of it. I that's, don't think that's I'm, the third that's the third item I have there uh, actually and. Um, uh, not that I wanted to directly copy your ideas, but uh, <laughs> I had two other things placed there before that. None of them worked because I wanted to be a bit higher so I can have a, uh, a second setup there. Oh, and, okay. and that worked great. Okay. Which, so what do you uh, have? Thank you for the inspiration again. Of course. <laughs> no, thank you for being so so kind to actually say that. I mean, I'm just here regurgitating <laughs> the things that I like. You know what I mean? When I see, uh, when I'm inspired by other people, whether it's by, you know, it doesn't have to be the exact same content or same genre or niche. It's just, I take inspiration from everyone and from ev for, from everything. And all I do is take those things and put it in my own, somehow integrated in my own life. And if it's really nice to hear you say such nice words because it's like, I'm also just sharing. So I appreciate it. Uh, unfortunately, I just don't remember where mm. I get these inspirations from. So that's like, I think that's like the, the biggest, the biggest difference here, right? Like you can say, hey, Michael, thank you for that one. So I, you know, I'll be more mindful moving forward about where I get these inspirations from, because I think that's also very important to, to give mm. credit. But um, I do remember you have a big picture window in your office, in, in that setup in your backyard. Is that correct? Because I think I saw the rendering that you sent me. Before. Yes, actually. Actually, this is the only wall that I have behind me, and everything else is windows uh, on, on, on the opposite side. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Through. That's awesome for lighting because you don't have to. It's, it's great. Yeah. Wow. I'm jealous. Well, it's, it's, um, it's a double-sided knife. Like, it's awesome at some point, but sometimes, you know, um, you, you need to have uh, really good um, black, blacked-out curtains. Yes. Otherwise, yes. you can control light. Yes. <laughs> and okay. um, mm -hmm. I learned that I learned that the hard way because the first couple of days when I actually moved in, I I was still waiting for the curtains to arrive, and I was like, I'm just gonna work from there, and it's impossible. You <laughs> like, can't do anything. Depending <laughs> on where the sun hits, and if it's like a really, if if it's a, like a really you know beautiful day, then yeah. at, at some hours it's it's you can't work from here. You have to uh. be able to you know, block the sun at some point. Right. Yeah, no. But it's I great, like if you, especially if you have like a mo moody, cloudy weather, then, you know, all the shots diffused. Yeah. And looks, there's a lot of inspiration really nice. from the views. Yeah. Wow. So how, how is uh, how's the weather right now? I know, I know by the time this podcast comes out, like, um, it's probably going to be a few months from now. But like, I see you're wearing a t-shirt. You mentioned that earlier that you wanted to be current. Is it cold right now over there? How yeah. is it? It is Very actually. Cold. It's win It's still winter here, so it's it's about uh, five degrees Celsius. I'm not sure what what it is in Fahrenheit. I don't know. I don't know the conversion, uh, but that sounds very I can't really cold. Convert it. <laughs> well, it's 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 well. There was snow a couple of days ago, so but it's not yeah, like really cold. really that cold. It's okay. It's okay. an okay weather. I can't complain. Okay, I just came from a mechanic actually when before I got on this call. And it's funny because I was frantically trying to rush home because I knew we had a podcast and I'm like, oh crap, you know, I hope he's not waiting. And I just made it, in, <laughs> I just made it in time. It's so funny because when I turned on the camera, he's like sitting there, like he looks like he was relaxing. And I'm like, have you been waiting long? And he's like, I literally <laughs> just turned on the camera. 
<laughs> like this is awesome. No, I was actually rushing myself too because I was oh, in the you? other studio and uh, <laughs> uh, I was rushing to to publish a video. Then I went back home and the kids jumped on top of me to play. And I was like, I have to go back for for about an hour to oh, work yeah. and I'll come yeah. back. Uh, but I, I I took some time before that to prep the camera and setup to see because I haven't done anything here in, in this format. So I wasn't really sure how to place everything, but I, I think it looks okay for it looks for good. Here. No, I, I like it. I think it looks good. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for and I was looking for this uh, for this really chill laid back mood so I can, you know, lift up my legs and really enjoy <laughs> you look like you belong, whiskey, which I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you look like you belong in a whiskey commercial. Like, and that's a compliment. Like, you look so relaxed. It's a really nice space. And it's just like, you just need a drink in hand. I'm like, I'm jealous now. <laughs> like, for, I got my coffee. Got my coffee right here. For a great time, Suntory time. Suntory <laughs> time. There you go. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Um, uh, name the movie. Because that's a, it's a, um, that it's one of my... Lost my in translation. But that's it. Lost in translation. Exactly. Uh, Bill yeah. Murray. Bill That's Murray and um, the very yes. young Scarlett Johansson, right? It's it's a yes. it's one of the it's one of those movies. Actually, that my wife made a present to me for my birthday, which was uh, a Suntory whiskey because she knows how much I, I love the movie and that's specifically that part of it. So for my birthday, is, she gave me a Suntory whiskey. Is that your favorite movie? <laughs> that's awesome. Is that your favorite, uh, favorite well, movie? Well, it's not my favorite, but I I like it mm -hmm. a lot, and we had a uh, many laughs. Uh, throughout the uh, the part where he was shooting the commercial, yes, yes. So that's awesome. So she was like, <laughs> "What should I? What should I gift you?" And she figured, you know, a Suntory whiskey. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't opened it yet. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Uh, I'm guessing by the time maybe you reach a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, maybe you'll open it then. Ooh, that's 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 a good that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, eat. See, she's so, been a great inspiration to me. Who, your wife or Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yes, my wife, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go, going back to what we, what we just talked about, like uh, YouTube, um, the topic for today, really, why I wanted to invite E, um, e. and I apologize because I mean this in the most respectful way, but I messaged E a few weeks ago and I said, hey, E, how old are you? <laughs> because... I'm looking for <laughs> creators that are a little bit older. Like I'm, I'm matching, trying to match my age. And, you know, mm -hmm. I kind of want to get their perspective uh, when it comes to like creating content or being visible online, having a YouTube channel. Because I saw a, tr a thread on Twitter. This was a while back. And they said... Somebody uh, posted like a question, something like, would you still be following MKBHD and all these big creators on YouTube 10 years from mm -hmm. now? Because And then they listed the names. I mean, the, the, the ages of these uh, creators 10 years from, from that time. And they were like mm -hmm. 35, um, 40, 45. I think the oldest mm -hmm. one I, that I saw was about 45 years old. And I'm like, wait, that's not, it's not too far from where I am right now. And it's like, does, does that make me super old? And it's really weird. So from that point on, I'm like, okay, how do people view um, older creators? And I also came across this other, um, other thread and it was also on Twitter. And it was something like, 
um, say your age and if you still game to this day or something like that. That I was pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. because I saw a lot of people closer to my age still gaming, even streaming, and it just felt normal. It felt like a, it was just like a, a normal, cool thing. So that original fear of me kind of like talking openly about how old I am is uh, is gone. Because I'm like, okay, this is because this is how I grew up. I grew up back in the 80s in, or 90s, obviously. I was, I was born early 80s and then um, grew up in the 90s playing games. I would consider myself a gamer. And then the only reason I stopped yes. gaming was when I got married. And it had children. So now when, when, when we think of like these gamers and um, streamers and creators, uh, I sometimes feel like I'm way too old for it already. But it's, it's the, one of the things that I enjoy the most, like making this podcast, for example, making YouTube videos. So how do you feel about that? E? And, mm -hmm. and what's your perspective on this whole age thing? I think there's no real uh age limit as to what you can do in terms of gaming for example um i was born in 1985 which makes me 37 now i think we're probably the same age since you have the i'm actually Keanu Reeves i'm actually older bikes, than you <laughs> you look like 20 years younger yeah, i'm a <laughs> <So>. vampire <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, but we're close you are, we're close though yeah what, what was the uh, you're the mcleod <laughs> You were one of the McClouds. <laughs> the, the Highlander, that's it, yeah. But here's the thing, my brother, mm -hmm. the, yes, the Highlander, my brother is nine years older than me. And he is an avid gamer. Okay. Like, he oh, that... plays like uh -huh. crazy. He loves playing, like, you know, especially PS5. He's not much of yeah. a PC gamer, but mainly PlayStation, but he plays a yeah. lot. Like, he knows yeah. all the titles. He, he could easily be a uh, big-time uh, gaming streamer had he mm -hmm. had interest in it. But he doesn't. He just enjoy, enjoys playing. He has uh, a daughter. My niece is 16. Um, hasn't stopped him from playing. And as far as the question of creative people and creators like Marquez and all the others, it's like um, I would still follow them just the way I... I follow, you know, Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger and all the people that I grew up with. So yeah. as, as long as you're hooked to that person, you know, yeah. you you kind of like age with them. You know, that's um, a very good point. And, I, you know, as time goes by, you create you create new, you know, new relationships and you you start to follow new people that remind you of the people that you still follow. That's a really good point. That's a really good perspective that you just mentioned, because I, I just noticed this uh, as you said that. Um, I follow Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he was like the the action star <laughs> of all time for me. You know what I mean? Like, I like The Rock, right? Yes. Like, who doesn't like The Rock? Mm -hmm. um, name other guy, Jason Momoa. He's like also really cool. But no one beats Arnold mm -hmm. and Sylvester Stallone when we, when we were exactly. kids. Like, they exactly. were the ones. And then Bruce Willis, and then you'll get, um, uh, who, who, who else? Uh, Bruce Willis, Arnold, Sylvester Stallone. Jeez, there, I know there's one more at least that I can't think of, but well, um, there's uh, Jean Claude Van Damme and that's it, Steven yeah, Van Damme. Seagal and Steven Seagal, yeah. 
Um, these people, yeah. and I know mm. a lot of the younger listeners are probably like, man, these people are old. Even Chuck Norris. Okay, let's just say Chuck Norris, before he became this worldwide phenomenon of, an, if, of a meme, he was actually an action star. Like, I was too young to actually appreciate yeah. his movies. But my dad used to watch his movies, and his movies would would play on TV. Mm. And yeah, he was like this this guy who who knew karate or kung fu, or I, I don't really remember. But he was the action yeah. star. And you know, going back to what I was saying, I still follow Arnold, and I actually Jackie Chan too. I love Jackie Chan. I still have a collection of his movies. <laughs> love Jackie Chan. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Arnold. Mm has a newsletter that I follow and it's really nice to see how Me too. how time has changed him and turned him into who he is right now and it's a very comforting yeah. comforting thing and I think what you said about you know if you're following all these these great creators like Marquez for example when he's older I definitely will still follow him because we sometimes I guess sometimes we just forget that we're also getting older, and you know, as we get older, our our um, interests change, and that also applies to the people that yeah. we follow. And I think that would be a very interesting mm -hmm. um, perspective. You grow up with them, like you just said, and like it's nice to see a different side of them. But how do you feel though? Like, as personally, um, do you think that there's some sort of uh, Maybe maybe I'll just say, do you feel at all uncomfortable when you're amongst other creators that are way, way younger than you are? Not really. The only thing that would make me feel uh, uncomfortable in terms of having more respect, it will be uh, people that have more experience in the field that we try to pursue. But as far as age, it, it doesn't really matter for me. You know, as long as I can last as much as them in terms of, you know, drinking and staying at night, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really interesting. No, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, uh -huh. but the tech field that we're in is a bit biased towards younger people. If you look at the field of like woodwork, for example, you see a lot of creators that are, that are in their 60s, 70s, even older than that, that have ginormous, you know, channels. And they're still, some of them are just getting started. So, you know, the limitation and the age um, concern would be more in terms of technology content, I think, and mostly in terms of like vlogging and, you know, lifestyle type of content, perhaps. You're right. You're right. I think it, it really just mostly revolves around tech and gaming, I think, that, that the people mm -hmm. who are a little bit older mm -hmm. might, might feel a little excluded and I get it. I mean, it's a different demographic that they're trying to, to, to capture in that uh, in that. Look field. at Jablinski games, for example. What is that? I don't, I don't. I'm not familiar. That's uh, Jack Black. He has a, a gaming YouTube channel that he started probably two years ago. His name is called Jablinski Game. The actor, oh, uh, really? the actor Jack Black from I didn't Jumanji know this. And all the yeah. other films. Yeah, yeah. I love Jack he's, Black. I think he's over. 50 or something and then yeah. one day he decided to create a, a gaming youtube channel which he called jablinski games and that channel i think was at the time the the fastest growing uh gaming channel on youtube that you know got a million subscribers within 24 hours or some something holy crazy smokes like <laughs> <laughs> one can only <laughs> dream <laughs> so, 
That's so crazy. people like you know like Jack Black you know still see no limitation in their age and they they could be equally entertaining as far as you know uh, being gamers. Yeah. In fact, They're, you know having you know older people gaming or having older people in tech gives this other perspective and spice as to you know what we watch. Actually, I do follow this uh, this TikToker. I think it's her TikTok account, but it's a grandma uh, shooter or something. I forgot. It's like um, a grandma yeah. basically playing first person shooters, and she's really good. Like she's she was um, she's playing. <laughs> I think she was playing Fort. No, no, not Fortnite. Uh, what's the uh, what's the, the the Call of Duty? That's uh, PUBG. No, it's not PUBG. Um, it's Call of Duty. But it's like massive multiplayer kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, okay. It's not like the console version, but she's really, really good. Like she's a sniper. And I'm like, this grandma mm -hmm. is is killing it. It's like <laughs> really, really good. And it's it's so fun and entertaining to um to watch. And I think I was more entertained at the fact that these kids are also fascinated at the fact that she's a grandma, and myself included, right? Like She's a grandma and she's playing and she's good. Mm. And I'm like, then I start to think about it. Like, why wouldn't she be good? Like, why would, wouldn't this be, why isn't this a normal thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like we all love games. Like when she was younger, she was yeah. probably maybe 16 or, or in her twenties when the first console started coming out and she probably just gamed ever since. And it was kind of nice to see that because I feel like at least now I feel like I, I still kind of belong. You know what I mean? Like, even though I get older, I guess really that tweet that I saw in the beginning really bothered me to the point where it's like, how do people see me? Like when I create content, when I, when you're, when I create these, these Instagram, you know, uh, uh, posts or reels and, or TikTok, And, you know, to be honest with you, I've gotten to a point where I'm just really comfortable. I'm like, well, I'm going to share what I like. You know, I'm not going to try to pretend. I think when you start to mm. pretend, I think when you start to try to be young, that's when you, well, that's when they they see it and they, they see through that facade and they're like, okay, you're not really that young. So um, stop trying to pretend that you are. Because my cousin always likes, makes fun of me when I, when I say, when I use words, right? Like, I don't even know the, what the words are, E, but to be honest with you, um, when, when I use certain words, she'll text me and she'll be like, did you really just say this? And I'm like, yes, I did. Was I not supposed to say that? And she's like, no, it's just, it, it doesn't seem like someone your age would say it. And so that kind of always uh, was stuck in the back of my head, I guess. Sometimes I might get, I might get shocked and maybe think that I'm a bit old if I get a text or a message from somebody that uses acronyms or, you know, <laughs> one of those uh, short letter like brb like be right back right right or something right. like this for example and yeah. i don't know i don't know what this means and i'm like yeah. oh, <laughs> i have to google it google, google i know i have urban dictionary in my uh, my bookmarks right now <laughs> cuz the words that i come across <laughs> online are just so scary i'm like i don't know what this means but it's so fascinating to see how how things have changed from our perspective when we were younger and I think we're very fortunate, to be honest with you, I think we're very fortunate that we got to experience a bit of the analog age from everything, from cassette players to... My favorite um, age. Right? It's the best. Like, and, the, it, you know, some kids might think, 
it's just trendy to do uh what do you call this like these um turntables I, I, that's not the right word um um what's the word e vinyl vinyl that's it for li- to listen to the vinyl, vinyl instead of um mm. um CDs or MP3s but really there's something about analog yeah. that's just so satisfying it, it's tangible i think that's what it is it's very tangible you can feel it you can hear it you can smell it it's the little imperfections that make it very that have or that add like these characters to whatever it is that just makes it a lot more interesting than something that's readily available just by pressing by pressing download download or play do you do you agree what do you what do you yeah. think about this? Uh, that reminds yeah. me of, of a story that reminds me of a story like uh, i think it was like two or three years ago at the office uh I bought a, a turntable because we have some vinyls from way back when. And my brother and I, we wanted to, you know, to mess up, mess and play them. And one of the girls at the office, you know, all of them were like, oh, you know, a record player, uh, a vinyl player. That's that's so exciting. And my brother was like, um, hey, can you skip to the next song? <laughs> and they, they're just like looking at the vinyl player and they they don't know how does that work like there's it's <laughs> yeah. not even like the cassette where you have like you can you know just fast forward or rewind right, right. you yeah. have to know like you have to have lift at that time and know to look at the groove marks and and so forth yeah and i think going back to the age um w- concern if it's a concern at all the only thing that would make make maybe make some people stand out as you know being older is the fact how they create content. Because I noticed that the new generation and the TikTok generation are always looking for a fast-paced gratification. So, you know, mm-hmm. laid back, slower, slowly produced content where you have, you know, a buildup of excitement and then you have a culmination is probably not, not no more, but it's not seeked after by, by the younger generation. They just want to know you know, within the first seven, 10 seconds, what's going to happen? Here it is. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Moving on. Yeah, it's the instant gratification and, that's the problem. And with yeah. our generation, it's just like, ah. Oh, it's a that's slow one, That's one reason that I'll never use TikTok. When we come back, listen to two old guys grumble about short form media. Please stick around. I would say that the backbone of just about every work from home setup is the desk. And while there are many out there, only one has enabled me to be healthier, more productive, and ultimately thrive in my own home office environment. And I'm talking about my very own electronic height adjustable Sway Desk by ErgonOffice. ErgonOffice offer a range of office furniture and accessories designed with the same care and attention to detail as my beloved Sway Desk. All of their products are sourced and handmade in Canada with the highest standards of quality. Check out their website at ergonoffice.com. That's E-R-G-O-N-O-F-I-S.com. And for the Coffee with Creators listeners, you can use the code MICHAEL50. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-5-0 at checkout to save $50 on any of their desks. I remember someone saying you shouldn't have an introduction for your YouTube videos and all this stuff and I'm like why not like I, I want to add my own introduction I want to do my own thing and while I yeah. get the the uh I guess the efficiency side of things and what and you know how it affects the um 
um, what is it? The retention. I get it because you are trying to mm-hmm. cater to the younger ones who have the buying, you know, who have this 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 desire to buy all of these things, to to get to know all these products, to understand how things work. I get it, but a big part of me still prefers to do things a little bit slowly, like you said. Like it's a slow burn. Like you need a little bit of introduction. Yeah. You kind of have to warm yourself up because, to me, then your content becomes memorable because because it becomes an event it doesn't just it doesn't just like mm-hmm. fly away after like a like a, it's not a fleeting memory because there's there's a there's a build-up to it mm-hmm. like you said and I, th- I think i just prefer that and i think the biggest exactly. challenge for me is trying to be successful with the content while you know going against the grain which is fast paced um instant gratification mm-hmm. I do have a TikTok, but I'm not concerned so much about how long I spend uh, on these videos. I try to keep it short form, obviously, but um, not like what you just mentioned, like only seven seconds in and all this stuff, like super fast cut cutting from one scene to the other. Because, man, that's that's personally just annoying for me. <laughs> so I'm curious, like, how come you, how yeah, come you don't have is. a TikTok? Is, the, is that really why? Yeah. You, you just don't want the... Uh, the short yes, form I, style. I don't. I consider. I consider TikTok very, uh, very dangerous. I, I know it sounds. It might sound exaggerating, but you know, having two kids, I would never later on allow allow them to use something similar to TikTok because I think this. You know, this makes you an unpa- unpatient individual. It makes you want to seek like that instant, you know, satisfaction right away. And, you know, you can't just always have this. It's like watching trailers all the time, you know. It's not like you're not enjoying the movie. You're just just watching a bunch of trailers with all the action scenes and everything given to you right away. Mm-hmm. And and that to me is uh, is dangerous for for the mind and for how people develop as, as car- characters. And that's why I don't like it. Okay, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, my kids are not allowed to, like, my oldest is six years old. So she's still young, but she loves all these short form videos. And unfortunately, YouTube does it too. And it's like, how do you yeah. fight that? Like, it's so hard because it's not like you can control the app and say, I don't want short forms here, which is one of the, probably the biggest requests that I have. You if just, I were, the only thing that you can do is just, just give it a limit. Like allow mm-hmm. allow her, <clears throat> and for me, I, my 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 son, he's four. He likes to watch YouTube Kids, but we try we mm-hmm. give him a limit for for the day. So as soon as he exhausts, like you know, goes over the limit, then that's it for the day. You know, you've had your fair right. share, but you, we're not just gonna you know let him watch for like hours. Right. My biggest problem is she just doesn't want to watch long form videos. She wants to watch short form videos, which is the the TikTok version mm-hmm. for YouTube, right? The shorts. And I tell her that I can see what she's watching because I it's my account and I can, you know, I can. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand how history works, how browsing history works and all that stuff. So I I'm like, OK, I saw mm-hmm. you watch this. And she's like, Daddy, how did you know? I'm like, Daddy has eyes everywhere. And she just like smiles. But she's <laughs> been, she's been very good with like not watching it she would as a matter of fact she'd tell me like 
Daddy, my cousin is watching this. Are are you? Um, are, is he allowed to watch it? And I would say, well, he's a little bit older, so mm-hmm. he can watch whatever he wants to watch. But for you, I don't want you to watch it because I don't want you to get nightmares. And like you said, like the short form, it's very dangerous. I agree. It's dangerous because that instant gratification, every time you get that gratification, um, your brain gets hit with, with a, a burst of, um, what is it? Again? The happy drug, the brain, the thing that, that uh, is it endorphins, I think, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, so mm-hmm. that's why you're, you're primed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to, to enjoy such content because it's your like brain is... Yeah, it's like sugar. Like, you know, your body it's knows exactly it's what exactly you're getting. It's exactly like sugar. And yeah. And the only people responsible for that are people that are, in that case, the parents. Like, you're the only the only one who can actually limit this information and preserve right. the, the young individual from going over that limit. Right. I have a story. I think you'll it's appreciate like, this. It's and exactly like watching the end of the new Batman and the last two Spider-Man movies and Marvel Infinity movies. Just watch the endings for yeah. you know the next 30 seconds of your life, and that's it. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Um, my my daughter, here's the best example. So like most kids, not maybe not most kids, but a lot of kids out there, they my daughter loves these unboxing, like these egg surprise videos. Okay, so these are mm-hmm. eggs essentially, right? Like toy eggs, and they unwrap them, and they unbox them, and then they open up, and there's something inside. There's a toy. Every time we ask her for whatever prize, or birthday gift that she wants, she said she wants. The egg surprise. So in the beginning, when she was a lot younger, when she was maybe like three, um, we're like, yeah, let's give her the egg surprise. But we noticed something. We noticed that as soon as she opens it up, she doesn't care about the toys anymore inside. She literally just wants to yeah. open up the thing because it's the anticipation. It's the enjoyment of finally Experience, opening it up yeah. and finding what's inside. And she does not care. You just flipped the camera to the laptop for some reason. I mean, we can okay, we can do this. I, I guess not, the camera overheated. That's fine. It's go. the new MacBook Pro camera, so the new MacBook Pro cameras are nice. I was surprised, like how nice <sighs> they were. Very good. I love it. Mm-hmm. So just to to, to mm. wrap up what I was trying to, to say earlier, it's the um, it's that instant gratification that 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 bothers me. So another example would be we have YouTube TV, right? YouTube TV is basically cable, but uh, it's like DVR, but by YouTube, so you can watch mm-hmm. TV shows. But they're not on demand, which means you can't just search uh, like whatever episode and then start from the beginning. So I had a I had a problem in the beginning because when my daughter would say, "Daddy, I want to watch Teen Titans," for example, on Cartoon Cartoon Network, I'm like, "Sure," mm-hmm. and I would type it in, and it'll say, um, "Teen Titan coming soon" or something, or uh, later this week or later today, and I'm like, "We can't watch it right now." And she's like, "Why not?" And I'm like, well, it, you have to wait for it. It's a schedule. She's like, how come when I type it on YouTube, like it works? I'm like, no, that's different. <laughs> so that instant gratification, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. But you're right. You bring up a very important topic. I think um, I think the younger generation, it's it's really interesting to see. Because right now we're, we're, we're growing old. We're getting older. We're growing up. I mean, we are growing up. But we, we're getting older. And we kind of, we are, we are in that space where we experienced the analog and the digital. And at the same time, we kind of, we can see how people are progressing and how people are changing their habits and their behavior in terms of content. 
I'm curious, what do you think this next generation who have not experienced the analog or the slower days, what do you think they're going to be like once they get older? And how are they going to deal with the even younger generation? I'm really interested to, to find out like what happens. But what do you think? I think I think I I have this uh this understanding in my mind that there's nothing new in the world. And you know this this saying that everything is pretty much already said and everything is just on a loop repeating. And it we kind of we're kind of starting to see this this happening right now, but I think the next generation or the current generation of youngsters that are becoming teenagers and so forth, they will eventually want to come back to whatever was cool back in the day. And you can see this trend. You First of all, you see it in fashion. Like if you follow fashion throughout the years, you can see how everything is just repeating itself with a slight tweak and moderation to fit the new generation. But people are going back to vinyls. Like there's, I see a lot of people on Twitter going back to cassette tapes, Walkmans listening to... Uh, you know, listening to the old school ways where you appreciate people are buying again and searching for iPods. Like if you look for an iPod right now, it's it's a, a lot harder to find an iPod in good condition than what it was like a couple of years ago. So I think I think things are repeating and people get fed up and eventually they get bored because even that, you know, that instant gratification and satisfaction has some sort of a limit. And I think, you know, um, social networks like like TikTok and like it was before with Vine as much as they say you know Vine didn't succeed because of that tragedy or whatever something that they didn't you know um, do anything for the creators and stuff like that I think that just people eventually you know get tired of it and just move on like there's a cycle for everything just like Facebook became you know the social network for older generation that's um, so weird to hear it wasn't like that like 10 <laughs> 10, 12, 12 years ago, like when I was in, in college in the US, Facebook was still, you know, something that you could only use as part of your university account. Right. And, and back then it was like the TikTok of now, but it's no longer. So like 10 years down the road, I see, you know, things changing. And it's I the way I see it is going to be like a hybrid combination of instant gratification with a long, you know, long format uh, story. And I think that's the recipe right now that that creators should follow where you you still do your own thing but you just hint and give people um what to expect at first so that they you've because there's the, the other thing that people don't want to waste time because people have become very impatient they want to make sure that whatever they watch is not going to waste their time so if you somehow man manage to prove them that whatever they're going to see right now or experience right now will be exactly what they're looking for I'm sure that they'll stay put. Mm -hmm. So it's it's mm -hmm. a it's a fine balance. I agree. I, I I agree with what you said. I think there's also something to to be said about someone who is not rushing. You know, whether you're the creator or you're the consumer, the content consumer. There's something to be said about when you take your time to appreciate something. It's different when, because imagine if you were always just like. I need it now. And I've met people who are like this. I, I need it now. I need it, you know, at this moment. Just there's no, there's, I'm not even giving you the, the time and attention for anything else because I'm not getting that instant gratification right now. Um, I tend to not like those people 
because that kind of follows mm. with the rest of how they deal with the rest of their lives, right? So even conversations with them are just very difficult because it's so fleeting. There's nothing memorable about it. The only thing that's memorable <laughs> about them is the fact that they, they don't want to be there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree. Exactly. I agree with what you said. Exactly. Yeah. And I, this audio books come to mind right now and, and even podcasts. And I'm sorry for interrupting you uh, since there's a bit no, of okay. lag. But um, I've been arguing with, with friends of mine that consume audiobooks at one and a half, two times the speed, which is totally fine if, if it's like a, you know, a, a book about finance, numbers, or something else. But if, it, if it's more like a, a fiction or, you know, creative book, like a biography, for example, especially if it's like written by, uh, read by, uh, by the author, then I, I don't understand how someone would listen to it at one and a half, two times the speed and not experience, you know, the actual story of it. It's like you're just, you know, chugging all this information and just moving on. I, you know, I recently just found out that you can actually do that. You can listen to it at one, 1.5 or two times speed for audiobooks mm. and podcasts. And my, the first question in my head was mm. like, who would use this? Because <laughs> even though after I found out that you can a do that. A lot of people use them. Yeah, I, no, I, that's not me. Not me at all. I'm like, I get it's, it. Like, it's why, this trend. Why it's would like you rush I read, things? I read instead of five books, I read 25 books in like two weeks. I'm ready. But, like, give it to me. What's the next but book? But what like, value so did you get? So what if you read 25 books in like two and a half speed, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, okay, let's... Like, does uh, that instantly make you more successful? Exactly. <laughs> and then I think that's the problem. That's the problem that's happening. It's uh, They think that the more that they, they consume, that they mo the more that they finish in the shortest amount of time will also make things go faster for them. But no, we're people. We're not machines. And, you know, let's just say you are the perfect machine. Let's pretend you are Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the T-800 in Terminator. And you are just like, you're processing everything. You've lost a huge chunk of what life really has to offer when you skim through the surface like that fast. Like, so much. Like, I've actually, mm. there are some chapters in some books that I listen to, like a normal speed, that I enjoy so much that I've gone back and listened to it. And that's the beauty of it, right? Exactly. There's no it's one, like no one's rushing you. Yeah, no one's rushing you to finish this. It's, mm. it's not an assignment. It's what you can extract mm. from it as much as you can. I think that's very important. And I'm, you know, maybe, maybe not all the younger people are doing this. I'm hoping it's not. Maybe it's just a select few, but I'm curious. Like, I've never really heard that. And you said that it's kind of like, is it trending? Is it is that what pe everyone's doing right now? Listening at everything? Well, at it, it twice might be speed? just the people around me. I'm, uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, I've I've seen like I've seen other creators like um, Ali Abdal. I'm not sure if you watch him. He yeah, has a I know him. YouTube yeah. channel, and mm -hmm. he's been he has been an inspiration to me in in terms of productivity and tips and so forth. And he's one of the people that preaches. You know, I just I don't have the time I listen to it at, at one and a half speed. Here's how I read 300 books for two weeks. 
Okay. okay. I mean, if you put it in that, const- that context, yeah. then I understand why it's not ideal for everyone. Maybe that's where messaging is very important, I think. Messaging is very important mm. in, in a way that if I were to create content like that, I definitely wouldn't be... Um, I wouldn't be encouraging it for the type of content that I'm I'm putting out, right? Like for example, for him maybe it's you're studying, you're learning something that it does it probably does help to have it at two times speed or something. Mm. But it doesn't mean that you have to. It doesn't mean that you have to reach 300 books in, you know, you have to finish 300 books in a in a certain amount of time because some not, people can do it without the speed. Exactly. It's not a competition. Exactly, it's not a competition. And there's this That's really there's this other factor called information overload. Mm-hmm. Very real. Very like, real. You know, very real. And you need time you need time and space and uh, quietness to process everything that you have accumulated throughout the day, the week, or the month. I'm curious. Uh this is something that I've just recently included in my life, and that is to take mindful breaks. And when I say mindful breaks, like literally slowing myself down to um, like the way I think, the way I do things, just so I can enjoy it and and do not experience overload and even a mental breakdown. So I've practiced meditation. Mm. I've, I've I've started practicing just sitting in in a, in a corner and just sitting there listening to the sounds that I can hear, and focusing on 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 the sensations and myself for five minutes not even a long time in the beginning i promise you five minutes sounded a long time for me i'm like but that just proves how high strung i was because it's like i couldn't spend five minutes not doing anything and you know for if you if you're listening to this and you might be younger and you're like you have all that energy and you're just super excited it doesn't bother you now I can promise you because I was like that. I, it didn't bother me, but the older that I get, that you know, it's just, um, it's. I guess I, the question I keep asking myself is, what's the rush? Like, why are you rushing so much? I mean, exactly. yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's just such a weird thing. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't the know information where information overload kind of kind of kills creativity as well because when I grew when I was growing up. Uh, at the time, the the country that I'm from, Bulgaria, was part of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was a communist country. So we didn't have that much back in the day. And, you know, there were many moments, especially in the winters when I was growing up, where I would just, you know, be in my room. I wouldn't have anything else besides my toys. There would be no TV. There would be no, you know, console or PlayStation or anything else. It would be just you, the books, and maybe a vinyl or a cassette of something that you can listen to. That's it. So what do you do in that case? Like, you don't have a phone. We had rotary phones that you had to call somebody. Or you had to wait for somebody to call you. You had to expect that call at a certain time. So whenever you sit in this quietness, something that many people don't recognize, I can't even recognize anymore because I'm too sometimes lost in this information uh, overload and you know uh, just flying through my head all the time I would just sit and I would come up with ideas I would start drawing I would build my own toys I would try and channel the you know some type of creativity into something if if there was a kid that had a toy that I didn't have it 
and I would try to build it myself. Or other kids would just come up with other crazy ideas, you know, just <laughs> going nuts. But it, it's right now you have those capsules uh, where you can experience this, um, uh, what do you call this, floating effect of being by yourself. It's like, you know, zero gravity. You can actually uh -huh. go to a spa center and rent, rent one of those capsules and that you're floating inside and you're just by yourself in total darkness. And this is, uh, this is an estimate of, you know, what people invent now to fight the problems that came up with all this technology and information overflow that we have access to right now. That is very true. That is very true. I never really thought about it that way. And I agree, like quietness mm. and being bored. I read this somewhere is actually really good for your creativity because that's when you start to think of what else can I do? And your brain starts to prep itself mm -hmm. to learn and understand things because it's not being fed information. It's like, it's like, it's a, it's asking for information because it's like, there's nothing to do. Like I remember <laughs> I had a, a boom box. This was like early nineties. No, actually it was like late eighties and I had a boom box and for no other reason other than it was just out of pure curiosity because I was bored, I took it apart. I was just like, I want to see how speakers look like inside. I just took it apart. And I'm like, I didn't know there were magnets in here. You know, stuff like that. Really, really interesting. Yeah. And I agree that that's when I started drawing because you're, you're lost in your own imagination. Your creativity starts to come out. Then you start to have these, these things that you want to put into paper. You make you want to try to manifest these these things in your head. Exactly. Make them real. And that's why it's that's why it's so fun. So, you know, I I think this is a very interesting topic. Uh, I never I didn't think we were going to be talking about the the how fast information is being delivered to us, like the instant gratification and all that stuff. But I think it's a very relevant to topic. Um, but to kind of wrap things up, E. Um, I want to ask you some little, maybe mm -hmm. a fun little question. Since we both experienced the analog okay. age and the, the rise of the, the beginning stages and the rise to continue, the, con the continuation of the, the, of the progression of uh, technology, what are some of the things that you miss or you want um, to bring back from, I guess, your childhood, right? Like, for example... Well, nobody really likes laser discs. I think they were just very <laughs> inconvenient. They were huge <laughs> discs. Um, but you know what I mean? Like vinyl, for example, but that is coming back. Um, cassette players. Uh, what are the things that you think would be fun to have? Making e think. Well, I'm slowly bringing back a lot of the things as time goes by. Um, I already have a bunch of cassettes. Uh, uh, I have vinyls, so I'm I'm slowly gathering things that I miss. I have like <laughs> really old consoles and the Nintendos, so I'm really trying to think what am I missing right now that I really want to to come back because there's on the other side there's the other things like you know uh, I don't want in the rotary phone. I'm just fine with my smartphone right now. <laughs> yeah, rotaries um, are the worst. I don't know. What, what, what do you want to bring from, from the past? <laughs> no, it's just funny you said rotary phones because they were the most inconvenient things. So people, if you are if you don't know what a rotary phone is, imagine 
this is the best example that I said. So during an emergency, um, you call 911, right? So a rotary, rotary phone is basically this dial that spins and you, you, you put your finger in whatever number it is and then you pull it down or pull it mm. counterclockwise, right? And then you, you let it go and it kind of dials, it, 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 it turns. And since it's 911, like one being the closest number to the, <laughs> yeah, oh, clockwise, yeah, sorry. So 911, yeah. nine being the farthest <laughs> number, and then one being the closest, it's like when you're yeah. dialing number one, it'll be like this, nine, and then you're waiting, and then one, one. It was just, it was just so funny to see how, it's just inconvenient, I guess. It was the most inconvenient thing. So yes, I agree, rotaries should not come back. But I do miss Nokia phones. <laughs> I'm actually looking for a Nokia right now. I'm looking for a, um, uh, gee, a 6310, I think, is the one that I used when I was in college. Because I love this. It's very slim. Mm. The simplicity of it, the ease the ease of using those, those keypads. It's so fun and nice. But to answer your question, um, I do like old school headphones. Like um, I have, I, sh I think I have it here. These are Porta Pros by Koss. The Porta Pro okay. headphones by I think Koss. I've and seen those like, on, on Instagram. You, you might have posted yeah. something about them. Yeah. They're very like old school. Nice. Wired. Mm -hmm. You can get them on Amazon for like mm -hmm. 30 bucks if you can find them. They're one of my favorites. Very lightweight, super comfortable. They sound amazing. Much better than any of my my wired or my wireless earphones, right? Earbuds, earbuds, I should say. But every time I wear them, my mm. cousins make fun of me. They're like, "What? It looks so old school. Like, why are you wearing?" I'm like, "Cause they're fun. They're 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 great. Like, they're lightweight. I can just put them in my my bag and not worry have have to worry about losing a little, uh, you know, piece of it. And you know, just <laughs> in the beginning of this podcast, I just told E that I lost my Beats Fit uh, case. And that's annoying. So that when I don't have to experience this. So I would say like um, old school headphones and also honestly, the, the one thing I do want to see, because I love cars. I love cars. One thing I want to see back are um, pop-up headlights. Remember those? When you see a sports car oh. back in the day, the headlights would pop up. They're not the most efficient, obviously, for drag. Had a lot of stickers with those cars. Yeah, I think they need to bring those back because I think they're just <laughs> super, super cool. I know. I mean, film, even in, in the film industry, uh, people are bringing back like the old school ways of, um, of, I guess, doing movies like practical effects, for example. They're, they're coming back. Exactly. There's just exactly. something different about That's it. That's one thing that I miss a lot and I appreciate a lot right now. Mm -hmm. I miss the mm -hmm. old school movies where it wasn't just like if there was an explosion, it would be just at the end. Everything else would be just real acting and anticipation yeah. and horror just by, you know, looking and enjoying the actors. It's not like fast paced yeah. movements and just like special CG effects everything. and all that stuff. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I love yeah. the CG the back of this actor because he wasn't able to participate in the movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard was awesome. <laughs> Hardly any any CGI or no, no CGI, right? Like it's it's just you're just to see Bruce Willis running around um, bare feet, stepping on glass was enough for me. I'm like, this is like the most intense movie ever. <laughs> it's good. Like these movies, yeah. I agree. Last yeah, Boy Scout. 
The Last Boy Scout. You know what? I don't even remember that movie. It's Bruce Willis too, right? Oh, yes. You should watch it at, at his uh, finest. I don't remember. Okay, okay. I have to watch it. I, I, I need to watch it. The, the other movie that I liked <laughs> was... um. It was it was with uh, the the now infamous Kevin Spacey, but I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. The Negotiator, I think that was also with um, Samuel L. Jackson, I think, where he played um, Samuel L. Jackson was okay. basically okay. framed. I think, I think, yeah, it was like a '90s movie. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, actually. It's a really great, great, nice. great, great movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know what? I think that's the best the the best way to to kind of maybe wrap this up, like. If you were to compare the mm-hmm. analog age with the digital and how things have moved from from being like a like the slower version to like a super fast information highway, movies is the best example. Think of it that. this way, and I'm sorry for if I'm interrupting you again, but no, no, just no. Just wrapping yeah, things up, talking about older movies. Remember how you play an older movie, and all the cast and everything else is in the beginning of the movie. So usually you have to wait like. Two to five minutes for the movie to begin. You have like this dramatic movie uh, music, and there's like Bruce Willis and this actor and this actor and this producer. And it's like five or ten minutes, and the movie hasn't started yet, but you're still watching, you know, at at the cast. Right now, you just play something on Netflix and you skip the Netflix logo, which is like <laughs> three seconds, and you're like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I don't like the intro. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> so true and i was upset too i was upset um i was upset with disney you see this is why i'm 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 a victim of this too um uh disney disney plus i was upset just a few days ago i was telling my wife i'm like somebody needs to get with the uh get in touch with the um uh what do you call this like the whoever it is that's that's in charge of disney plus because they don't let you skip the introduction or something like that and i'm like now that you mentioned that I did sound very ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, buddy, you need to relax. Yeah, it's just the intro. The Those things look weird now, but then you go to the movie theater, for example, right now, and then those things will actually get you into the mood of it, you know? Yes. It gives you a bit of a break between you being you or you being after work, and then it gives you like five minutes of, you know, you know, stop chit-chatting with, with whoever is next to you because the movie has already started. And then it gives mm-hmm. you your your me time to actually accommodate yourself and, and switch to actually watching the movie instead of just like instant action. And you're like, what? Who just died? What did I miss? Pass me the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's too long. <laughs> I know. No, that's, a, yeah. that's a great point. I, I, you're right. I think it, you need some time to kind of prep yourself and for you to fully enjoy and experience the movie or whatever it is that, that you're trying to consume. So this was this was a great conversation. I, I really appreciate you being on the podcast again. Um, I had a lot more Thank fun than I thought right. I was going to have about this topic. And yeah, it, it's great <laughs> to be able to relate to someone who shares the same interests and even, you know, childhood memories as me. So that's great. It's so, Mm -hmm. so much fun to have you, Ian. I would love to have you back again in a future episode. You got me so pumped up. I need to find somebody else now so I can vent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm here. We can do this again. So don't worry. I'm going to invite you again. This is super fun. 
But uh, E, you know, just for the listeners Thank right you. now, how can they find you if they want to watch your videos or, or follow you on social media? Can you share that with them, please? Yes, thank you. Uh, you you can find me on social media on YouTube uh, by This Is E and on Instagram and Twitter by This Is E TV. Okay, great. By the way, you guys need to watch E's video about the Apple Watch because that was pretty insane. That got a lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of attention, and it was really <laughs> well done. Here, okay, that's that's a perfect example of doing things like uh like slowly and not trying to rush into things like mm -hmm. i had to wait for a few minutes to to fully understand what was going on but it kept me on my toes at the edge of my seat because i'm like wait is he dreaming like wait what is this like e really put a lot of time and effort in in thinking about that whole the whole sequence and i can't even imagine how difficult <laughs> it was have to change your outfits and change your backgrounds, change your tone, your voice, and the music. That was insane. So bravo. I need I, I needed you, you to commend you for that. It gave me a great appreciation one. for all the amazing creators out there. <laughs> it was great. You guys need to watch it. But anyway, thank you, E. I hope to have you back here on the podcast again. And it's always, always fun talking thank to you. Thank you, Michael. It was an absolute pleasure. All right. Take care. You too.